The Hideous Creature Show. What's this day of rest shit? What's this bullshit? I don't fucking care. It don't matter to Jesus. But you're not fooling me, man. You might fool a fox in the league office, but you don't fool Jesus. It's Bush League psycho stuff. Laughable, man. <laughs> I would have fucked you in the ass Saturday. I'll fuck you in the ass next Wednesday instead. Woo! You got a day Wednesday, baby! He's cracking. City of Roses, Portland, Oregon, inside 2282, a.k.a. the Brooklyn Zoo via the internet. The date is, what's the fucking date? Wednesday, November 20th, 2013, and I'm one of your hosts, and my name is June. And my name is Jenny. And this, this is a Hideous Creature Show, episode number 197. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming along and playing fake radio with us. Uh, Patrick is not here. Um, and we did a show yesterday, so back to back shows. <laughs> so funny. I get you, I got him yesterday, and I get you today. I wish I could have come yesterday. It was like the only night of the week I actually have something to do is Monday. Well, he said he was going to come, but he had to go uh, do something with his kids, so he had to bogue out. And he kind of posed a question yesterday, and that is uh, uh, when, when he's not here, we talk about him. We talk shit about him. And I said that that was bullshit. We don't talk shit about you when you're not here. And now I figure let's talk shit about him. <laughs> what kind of shit do, do we have to talk well, about him? sometimes we do. I mean, we've talked about his massive bush before. <laughs> his, what, what's but it called? His man, his man fro? But we talk about that when he's here, too. So yeah. I think that really, you know, the shit that we talk about Pat... We would talk about if Pat was sitting right next to us. I think that goes without saying that we would do that. I can't actually, I can't think of anybody, anyone on the planet Earth that I wouldn't say to their face what I would say behind their back. Right, because none of it's malicious, really, and it's all true. Patrick has a massive bush. He has, uh, his ball fro is huge. It goes up practically to his belly button, his belly button and yeah. he will show it to you. It needs to be, it needs to be tamed. We need to cut that shit. Oh, no thanks. Get a little lawnmower. Eh, cut it well, off. Well, if we had a little lawnmower, I would do it. It'd be so that adorable. That would be cute. It would yeah. be pretty adorable. Especially if we had a little kitten pushing it. And I, that would be very cute. Uh, okay, he's talking shit about him now. Uh, I talked to uh, a listener, and uh, he saw that I posted. Did you see that I posted him, yes. the, the, him doing the karaoke? I did. Uh, I posted it, and I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who listens to the show, and he goes, I, that's not at all what I'd pictured Patrick to look like. And I go... Really? I, I go, that's always true. Whenever you hear somebody's voice yeah. and then you see them, it's completely kind of like a little shock to your system because yeah. your eyeballs are, you know, you never see the person, but you, you hear their voice all the time. And uh, he goes, you know what? He does look like a hobo. 
And then that's yeah. why we call them hobo we're, magic. Yeah, we're not making that shit up. And then I looked at the uh, I looked at the the post again, the video of him again. I was like, fucking couldn't have wore a better outfit. But that's kind of his outfit. Yeah, that's his standard outfit. You know how like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly had like every, every single outfit of his is exactly the same. Like you wear black t-shirt and jeans. That's your outfit. Right. Patrick's outfit is like a layer of hobo clothes. Right, whatever's lying around. Yeah. I assume it's clean. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I've seen his apartment. <laughs> oh, Patrick. Well, Patrick, we miss you, and uh, we'll catch I you know, next I know. I feel like I haven't seen Patrick in, in many, many moons. It's been, I don't think you've seen him in, like, two months. No, well, I the last two weekends, I was on uh, family family style. Right. I went and visited my in-laws, and then last weekend, they came and stayed with us. So I was, like, booked booked solid for two two weeks. And he was in New York. And he was in New York. Doing the karaoke tour. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he was working on a, I don't know. I, no, he helped a friend move. That's what it is. So hopefully next week um, we'll all convene again and See, be next together. next week's kind of screwy too. Next week's Thanksgiving. Yeah. I know, those damn holidays. I'm going to eat the shit out of mashed potatoes. Jenny gave mm-hmm. me my uh, my syllabus of what I need to bring to Thanksgiving dinner. Yes. And I'm, I will do it. We'll do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. But anyway, Patrick, we miss you, and we'll catch you when we can. Hobo Patrick. <laughs> uh, I wonder what he has in his bindle right now. Oh, his shopping cart? Mm-hmm. No, his bit, his little stick with the. Oh right, right, right. Well, he's uh, jumping a train. Well, I had a little adventure the other day that I wanted to uh, wanted to share with you. And that was, I, I got to be an extra in a Red Fang video, a rock video. And I think we've actually talked about Red Fang on the show before because they did, a, the last video they did was at the little market. Right. The street where we used to always go get our beer. Right, right. That's where I found Tisdale for the first time. Yes. And we used to, that was like our our thing. I would get here and we would all walk to the store together and, you know, in the summertime and mm-hmm. Walk back, which the store is no longer here. Yeah, they it's closed. Uh, I forgot what the guy's name was. It was uh, Kensei, I think his name was. He was, you know, he he was a staple in the neighborhood. And then his, yeah. uh, what happened is the the owner of the building raised the rent. That's always what it. happens. Yeah. And then some big chain moves in instead, who can afford the rent and doesn't give a shit. Right, fuckers. So yeah, so what happened, and how did you get hooked up with that? Well, I'm a pretty big deal. Portland, maybe you Obvi- haven't heard obviously. of them. Very big deal. The uh, director uh, works with a f- guy that I know, and the director got uh, sent me uh, a, a message saying that he wanted the puddle cutters to be in the in the video. Nice. And so uh, I gave the information to the puddle cutters, and then I forgot about it. I completely forgot that there was going to be the video shooting, and I got home from work and I looked on Facebook and there's pictures of everybody in um, zombie makeup at the shoot. And I went fucking A. I missed it. I completely missed it. So I call a uh, roommate bottom, uh, Bob and I go, Hey, are, is there, are there still uh can I still, you know, be in it? Can I still go down there? And I went down there and uh, went into the makeup that my makeup done. And then I was a beer zombie and we stood around a lot and then we ran. For like I saw that five you seconds. wore the Brainiac helmet, I which did. I was very happy that you rocked that. I did. I, I don't know if I'm going to make the cutting room. Uh, I might end up on the cutting room floor, right. but you know what? Who cares? I saw some people I knew there, too, that I hadn't seen in a long time, so it was kind of fun. 
Oh, I can't wait to see the video. I hope you are in it, but I'm sure somebody I know will be. And oh, I think I'm pretty sure that Bob's gonna be in it. Yeah. He, I know he did a run on his moped where he was like lying down, and he he rode by on his tummy. Nice. So I, I'm, he'll make the cut. He'll, he'll make. He always makes the cut. So when you were doing the, was it like I imagine, like when you're <clears throat> when you're running, is there like playback and like the song is playing or was it just no quiet? no it was, it was quiet there was no uh, sound but what they do is they go okay what's gonna happen is you guys are gonna run forward now remember be zombies <laughs> go <laughs> and then uh they had the guys in the band were in front and they you know we were like beer zombies and they had a bunch of uh cases of you know paps and shit right and running and there was a big group of zombies behind them Nice. And it was it was exactly what Patrick says. You know, you wait around and then you shoot and then you do it again. And then you wait, and you wait around. around. You shoot, do it again. And of course, you know, me being a severe alcoholic and hanging around with a bunch of alcoholics, we you know found a bar nearby and went and had some drinks and then and had sh- some beers and. And I'm sure that bar didn't blink an eye when a bunch of zombies came in. They're like, eh, Portland. Yeah, exactly. Here well, comes the zombies to get their drink on. Uh, at one point, we got in trouble for drinking the uh, props. <laughs> of course. We well, if you're the, beer zombies, what the fuck yeah, do they expect? The, uh, the cutters got reprimanded for drinking the props. Could somebody get the cutters off the props? <laughs> of course you did. It was fun. It was. It was. It was fun. I hope. Uh, I hope I'm in it. I do too. They hope I'm in it. I mean, why wouldn't they? Right. A ce- right. A Z-list celebrity like me. I know. <laughs> a Portland icon. An icon. Well, thank you, Jenny. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. I was excited when you said that uh, that that was happening. I got the uh, the date. There's going to be a premiere, but it's it's at nighttime. But if I if if I'm not in it, I'm going to throw a huge temper tantrum in the middle of the premiere. Um, what the fuck is going on here? Bush hope, League, gentlemen, Bush League. I hope that there's a blood red carpet for the zombies and. <laughs> you can throw a tantrum on the carpet. Just the 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 whole kid temper <laughs> tantrum, like just throwing my fists around. <laughs> I will. I'll reprimand everybody. But yeah, it was fun, and uh, nice. we'll see what happens. And uh, you can bet your ass that I'll find a cop. It'll be on the internet, and I'll, if I'm on it, I'll, I won't stop talking about it for a month. This is going to lead to better, be- big, and better things. Next, you're going to be like in a Weird Al Yankovic video, probably, yep, or up. you know something. Then I'll be in, you know, uh, you know, I'll just keep going up from there. Spin Doctors. Mm-hmm. I'll be in a B movie. Yeah. Uh, Sharknado Two or something yes, like that. Definitely. And then right up to uh, Requiem for a Dream Part. Three. And you're first Oscar by age 50. I'd like to thank, well, I'd like to thank the big man upstairs. Of course, you gotta thank Couldn't God do without first. You. Do the little hand. I'd like to thank all the little people. You know who you are, Hobo Patrick. I'd like to thank uh, little people. Uh, I'd like to thank Jenny and little people, little people BT. The littlest of the people. The littlest of the people. I've already forgotten about. Right. Uh, wait, I just wish that my, my parents were here to see them. Excuse me. Then you'll go for your next Oscar. And I, go, I, I promised myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> Thank you. I was acting. The music is already rolling. <laughs> They're like, get the fuck off the stage. They got the hook coming out. Dodging the hook. Like to thank the hook. <laughs> I wish they had a hook, like on the gong show, they and they the would hook. just hook those fuckers hook and get back. them off. I agree. So speaking of little people, um, the little person that runs my life. Oh, the little dictator. The little dictator um, is, I'm realizing that uh, they kids really do grow up way too fast. She's not even, you know, she's like a little over one. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, she's saying all kinds of words, you know, nothing that, you know, forms any kind of a sentence, but she right. says her share of words. And I've been trying to teach her to say all done. Mm-hmm. So when she's in her little high chair and she's done eating, instead of arching her back and shaking the fucking thing and throwing a huge fit or grabbing handfuls of her food and throwing it on the ground, I say, you know, when... Spritzer. When you're done, say, all done. And she started to say it, and it's really cute. All done, all done. And she says it, you know, until I get her out. She'll mm-hmm. say, all done, all done, all done, until I wash her face, take her all out, get her done. She's done. So it's very cute. So the other day, um, I was changing her diaper, and she was kicking me in the neck. Oh, good. So she was like throwing a fit and kicking me in the neck. And so. Okay. She was throwing a fit. Yeah. Well, she just didn't want to be on the chain. You know, she just is like, I want to get up. I don't want you to be holding me. Right. I could come over and take notes for my Oscar or for the the, uh, Red Fang video. So I'm changing her diaper and she's kicking me in the chest and like kicking me in the neck. And so I. You know, of course, because I am an award-winning mother, I try to reason with the one-year-old. Right. And so I say, Jolene, you need to not kick mommy. It hurts mommy. You know, and like saying all the things, like giving her this Mm -hmm. little lecture. It hurts me when you kick me. And the longer that you kick me, the longer it's going to take. And she says, all done. And she she cut me off. In She was like, I'm all done. With your lecture. I'm done with your shit, Ma. And and BT was in the other room, and he just started fucking laughing. Uh, And he's like, she told you. And he came in and is like high-fiving the baby and like stupid mommy. (laughs) All done. All done. And she just looked at me like, "Mm -mm. mm-mm. Mm-mm. I will continue kicking you. I am all done with this lecture, and you're going to keep cleaning the crap out of my butt because that's what you do. And would it kill you to do a good job? Yeah, and would it kill you to shut up about it when you're doing it? Can we go faster, please? Yeah. All done. So I'm realizing that it's already started. Oh, I'm, it's, all, I'm already getting cut off as a mother. Oh, it's it's going to happen. And you think of all the stuff that you're doing. All You're, you're a great mother. Thanks. You're spending lots of time with her. And she gets everything. <laughs> she, I mean, you're, you're, you're keeping her alive. That's true. I and am. she's going to come back and she's going to hate you for it. All done. God, do you remember when you were young and your parents were like, oh. I don't want you going out tonight. What the hell? Why are you trying to ruin my life? This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to ruin my life? Oh, I said that to Why? my mom constantly. What's... What? You just don't even understand. You don't, you don't even remember what it was like to be a teenager. I know, and you think that your parents never, ever were where you were. They Mm-mm. never, they couldn't possibly understand no way. your problems. Do you realize how much of, how much emotion I'm feeling right now? I'm going to get it like 10 times, too, because oh, I was it. a little bitch. <laughs> well, I, I was. Girls are, from what I understand, oh, girls God. are way worse than boys. And I have a feeling, too, that she her bitchiness is going to start, like, you know, I probably started around 13. Mm-hmm. She's going it, like, to, it's going to be like nine. Right. See, you guys are planning on having another kid too, right? Yeah. You just do the old, well, we already got a new kid, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, sorry. You saw what we did with the cats. So maybe this one will be a boy. I don't know if that's any better than dealing with a boy. I don't know. I've heard that the teenage girls are terrible. Oh, God. They're all, if there's anything Evil. like how I was, I was horribly ungrateful and 
very conniving I can't, and sneaky. I can't see it. I can't see oh it. Oh, my God. I was the worst. I can't see I was an angel, see. Definitely what having kids does is it definitely makes you, I mean, you go, we all go through a period and, you know, I think in our, your 20s, you kind of go away and then you start to realize like how kick-ass your parents are. Exactly. And you become friends with them again. Right, right. Then having, having children, I'm like, what the fuck, man? And my mom, by, I'm almost, I'm going to be 40 this year. Mm-hmm. My mom had a 20-year-old me at age 40. Holy shit. So my mom was like, when I was at the height of my bitchiness, my mom was like 35 years old. You're a bitchy apex? Like, what the fuck? You're lucky to be alive. I was still like closing the bars down at age 35. My mom was dealing with me wanting to go to the bars at age right, 15. Right, I right. mean, how fucked up is that? You need to send her a card at least So I with um, some money in it. Seriously. Like, sorry, mom. <laughs> um, so I was, uh, I was talking to a friend of ours, uh, a friend, friend, a mutual friend of us uh, here at the show, a couple weekends ago, and he was telling me a story about uh, something that his dad did that got me thinking about, like, you know, your kids are going to do shit to you all the time, but there's ways that you can get back at them as a parent, and. It, in a good, you know, in a good comedic way. Is so, there books? There has to be books. Well, the internet's got to have a, like an armory of shit to do to your kids. Oh, yeah. After after my friend told me the story, I was laughing so hard, and he said, "Will you please tell the story on the podcast?" And I thought, "Oh my god, I totally will tell the story on the podcast." What story? So, okay, our friend Chip. Some of our listeners know who Chip is. Um, he was telling me that. This was around like um, mid '80s uh-huh. when Huey Lewis and the News was the shit. Oh yeah, sports top predator. The album Sports yeah. is hot on hot on the presses. It, it was in uh, um, uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. yeah. So Chip was he wanted this tape so bad. He wanted sports. He wanted sports. Got Huey Lewis sports. sports. So probably like 1983, 84. That's when yeah, Back to the Future yeah. came out. And so he told his dad, like, I really, really want this album, Huey Lewis and the News, Huey Lewis and the News. And his dad's like, oh, whatever, you know. Right. And Chip's dad's a great, Chip's dad he's is awesome. fucking hilarious dude. Yes. He's so funny. So Chip, uh, after school, his dad comes home late from work and Chip's laying in bed. Mm-hmm. And his dad comes in and he's like, dude, hey, buddy, I got that tape you wanted. And Chip is like, fuck yeah. No, not fuck yeah. He's like, yeah, dad, you're the best. And he's like. Howie Lopez and the Notions. <laughs> Who's Howie Lopez and, and the Notions? And Chip goes, what the fuck, Dad? Like, you never get anything right. Howie Lopez and the Notions? Oh, you always mess everything up. And he threw a huge temper tantrum. And his dad tosses the tape on his bed. And he's like, I got your fucking Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> and he leaves. That's awesome. And so... That's fantastic. He complete, and then afterwards, Chip was like, he said he was laying in bed holding his tape, and he was like so happy, but the moment had been ruined because he was such a fucking like ungrateful bastard. At least he gets it. I don't think kids these days get it. And how Howie Lopez and the notions? That's great. That is the best. I laughed for so long. <laughs> how long I'm do you send think Chip Chip's a text. dad? Oh, driving like, home? When, uh, like, what name hmm. could I... Hon- how, howdy, 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 howdy. <laughs> so it got me thinking. Oh, like, I was laughing because summer. that was such a great story, but it got me thinking of, like, all the ways that I can fuck with my kids coming up in, you know, the years to come when they're... Oh, yeah. 
My, they're so they're so over dramatic about oh yeah. shit, you know. So stock full of passion. <laughs> you know, it's already started. <laughs> so uh, seriously, isn't that genius? It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, Howie Lopez good. and the notions. Uh, Dad, you never get anything right. Oh, Come on, you're so uncool. Howie Lopez. He's like, I got your fucking tape, you ungrateful little, <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> so good. When I was a kid, my dad would fuck with me all the time. And and uh, what what happened? Uh, we were having breakfasts, like Sunday breakfast. You know, sometimes we'd have it as a family. And my, you know, we had pancakes. And I remember we had sizzling because I I was like, wow, they got bacon. How'd they make bacon better? Wow, this is crazy. Remember when sizzling had, was first I've never invented? Never had sizzling, but I always wanted it so bad. It looked awesome. I was like, Holy sh- it's perfect. Look at it. It's like a. It's, this is perfect. Yeah, it looks like it's fake. Who, well, I mean, it is fake. Who came right? up with this idea? And uh, so I'm eating my uh, pancakes. I'm trying to cut through it with the fork. And I'm like, what the fuck? My, I can't get through this fucking pancake. And my dad's like, what are you? He'd call me wussy arm. He's like, what do you got with your little wussy arm over there? You can't even get through a pancake. <laughs> and my mom just starts kind of laughing. I'm like, so what the fuck is going on? And I go, my mom's laughing at me because I can't cut a pancake. So I get a knife and I start to, you know, try to get through it. And I'm like, God damn, I can't get through it. What they did is they went and they cut they cut circles out of this flannel that they had and they dipped it in pancake batter and made pancakes <laughs> out of it and gave it to me. <laughs> flannel pancakes. I got shit for that forever. That's awesome. Who thinks of that? It's genius. Sometimes parents have a stroke of genius. Those are the best parents. Those mm-hmm. are parents that make kids have a sense of humor mm-hmm. in their adult life. How to fuck with them? See, that's the only reason I want kids. That and to have a basically a fetching tool. <laughs> Go get it. Go get that. Okay, Jenny, I found some uh, some. So here, you 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 take it. Okay. Um, well, June found um, a list on BuzzFeed, which is a great website. For f- fucked up lists about things. For just shit. It's just, yeah. there's nothing that you're going to walk away from BuzzFeed feeling like you've, you've leveled as a human being. <laughs> it's just all shit. Dumb, dumb lists and stuff like that. Um, so this list is 11 crazy things that Disney employees have witnessed while working at Disney World or Disneyland. Right. And this list doesn't even have some of the stuff that I'm sure... This is just a tip of the iceberg. So many people visit Disneyland every month, every Every year, every day that you're getting like that is like a cross section of Americana right there. You're getting every walk of destination. Yeah, you're getting every fucking wacko in the world. All of them. They all come through there. Some normals, but a lot of wackos. Not a lot of normals. And even if they are normals, they probably have their kids, which makes them crazy. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Disneyland. I have. I loved it. So I don't know how it is uh, as a child or as a parent. I'm sure I will eventually. I, I went a couple times and I once got uh, kicked out for wearing a uh, a sex wax t-shirt. They made me, they were like, you got to leave or turn it inside out. And I was like, it's surfing wax. It's yeah, it's not it's even not like the sex think, pistols. Yeah, it's just or, like sex. They, I couldn't wear it, so I had to turn it inside out. I was like, this is bullshit. The man keeping me down, Jenny. Wow, that and Walt, Walt Disney was such a like crazy motherfucker. He probably 
Oh, he's probably still alive. He saw me. Mm-hmm. He's like, get that kid over there with the Sex Wax t-shirt. And then, of course, I was so cool back then, I had uh, two different color Converse on. Mm, I'm surprised they didn't make you spray paint one to match Mm-mm. the other. Mm-mm. That, that I would not have stood for. Mm-hmm. I would have climbed to the top of the matador and just killed myself. <laughs> I like that you used to wear Sex Wax t-shirts. Had to. I was a surfer. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. In, in, <laughs> not Portland. in Portland, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, the first one is, I'm just going to read these. These are quotes from the Disney employees when they were interviewed. My sister had a job in a store at Walt Disney World. She said one time in a gift store, a parent asked if their son with cancer could meet Darth Vader. After my sister told them her store does not have a Darth Vader costume or even any Star Wars memorabilia, they freaked out and asked for a manager. Temper tantrum, see? And the parents are temper tantruming, not even the cancer kid. Fall right, let gravity do its job. You go right to the ground. After about an hour of waiting, the child is greeted by my sister in a Darth Vader costume that came across the park in a Star Wars section. Once greeted, the parents told the child, quote, I knew we wouldn't have to walk to the other side of the park. I love cancer. I hope that bitch has cancer now. And the girl went and took it upon herself to dress up as Darth Vader for this kid. Right. So like a, a five foot one that. or four foot nine Darth yeah, Vader. She probably looked ridiculous. Come on. I would have saw through that. Okay. This one's really good. I was working in the kitchen at Cinderella's castle. Oh, when this God. Could of- you imagine? <laughs> Fucking A. I know, like a worst, worst job ever. I was depressed at one time in my life, and I, <laughs> I thought about suicide, and I went, no, that's ridiculous. I think if I worked in that goddamn kitchen... It would be a viable, a viable the solution. Happiest place on earth. Like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Uh, this family of four came in for dinner. About halfway through the dinner, the husband politely stands up and taps his glass. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, making a toast. He announces that his wife of 15 years has been cheating on him for over a year. So he's doing this to the whole room, huh? Yeah. Yeah, way the to go. The entire place stood still in shock. He motioned for his kids, paid the waitress, and left the wife crying at the table. <laughs> Ouch, Cinderella's. Can you imagine? How did he find out? I would be so mad if I was there with like my little daughter having a having like a nice Cinderella dinner. And you know, and she's like, "What's cheating, mommy?" Right. What's it, infidelity, mommy? What's infidelity, mommy? <laughs> Why is that mommy crying? Remember the end of Cinderella had a happy ending. Yeah. Real life ain't like that, yeah. Susie. So I wonder if he knew before they went to um, to Disneyland, or he had found out somehow during the time that they were there, and then still took the trip to Disneyland. He's like, I'm gonna fuck this. I'm gonna bitch fuck her up right. in Cinderella's castle diner. <laughs> it's the perfect place. He's got, he's got blueprints of where he's gonna stand. <laughs> he's got a blue. He fi- figured out a blueprint of the park. He's like haunted mansion. No, no good. Exit no out. good. Exit. Space Mountain. No. 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 Too dark. Too dark. Cinderella's castle. Ah, yes. perfect. Where dreams are made and then crushed over French fries. Um, so this one is, um, I guess it doesn't. It is not really a quote, but it says that. People actually will bring their cremated loved ones to the haunted mansion and dump them and scatter their ashes at the haunted mansion. And it says, please, please leave your cremated loved ones at home. Stop dumping them in the haunted mansion. They get vacuumed up and disposed of. <laughs> Dad thought he was going to be at the mansion, but no, he's in the uh, what's uh, whatever county uh, 
dump. <laughs> oh my Go- god. Goofy's out there with a dust buster. <laughs> Got another one. <laughs> Fuck, who wants to be stuck at Disneyland with their ashes? Where do you want your ash? Are you going to get cremated? Well, what I would actually like, and I don't even know if this is possible, but I'd just like to be, like, buried naked in a shallow grave. Just thrown like, in no there? no coffin, just, like, dumped in the earth so I can rot. Right. I kind of want to just be just shot into the ocean, in the middle of yeah. the fucking ocean like, with I a rock on become, me. I just want to become, I don't want to be in a big old coffin that will never decompose with right. a stupid dress on, like... You want, we should bury you with a python. So I think probably the closest thing would be cremation. If right. I had to choose, I'd probably pick that. Where do you want your ashes? I don't know. I do never really thought about it. I don't know if I want, I don't know where I'd want my, I can't think of anything. Probably the moon. Take me to the fucking yeah, moon. I don't, there's not really like one, one place in my mind that is like, I have to be, I don't know. I don't really. I know where you could go. Where? Haunted Mansion or Cinderella's oh, Castle. Cinderella's, I want to be on table number seven. Cinderella's castle, just in the middle of it for eternity. DT tinks the glass, He's stands like, up on the table, and just dumps no. your ashes all over. The place. All over some kid, <laughs> kid's chicken tenders. All over that bitch that's crying. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Um, uh, one time, as the as soon as the lights went out on the Drew Carey ride, sounds dangerous. What sounds the, fucking terrible? Sounds boring. Uh, I saw. What the fuck is the Drew Carey? Have you even heard of no, that? It's called Sounds Dangerous. I don't know what that is. Is it like a fucking Price is Right ride? I don't get it. I don't get it either. And what could, I mean, I. There's a little photo of it here. It just says, sounds dangerous. I don't know. Hmm. Um, I saw a guy straight up finger bang his girlfriend. (laughs) It was obvious that he had been on the attraction before because he timed it perfectly so that no one knew what he was doing. He wasn't even caught when the light suddenly came on and he was back at it as soon as the lights went out again. These kinds of things are not a common occurrence, but it was funny to watch those people carry on afterwards as if nothing had happened. Who wants to finger blast their fucking lady to Drew Carey? I don't know. And even weirder, why, why is, is there it getting a dark? Drew, why is there a Drew? Right. Why is it getting dark in the Drew Carey ride? I don't like this at all. It should just be a door and then the other side. That's it. That's the, that's the ride. You walk through a door. Done. And there's Drew Carey waving, hello. Yeah, an animatronic Drew Carey. I host the prizes right now. Isn't that cool? He's got that skinny Bob Barker microphone. Have your pets spayed and neutered, and then the ride's over. That's <laughs> what it. What the fuck is going on? Like, that sucks. This is dumb. It's not even scary. Um, this one is called A Child's Innocence. Oh, they're titled? Yeah, well, you know, whoever did BuzzFeed, you know, oh, write, oh, okay, wrote whatever. Okay. Um, I was at, I was a safari driver at the Kilimanjaro safari attraction. We had this elephant named Willie. Willie was an exhibitionist. I was driving on a safari, spewing out facts about elephants when I hear a tiny voice from the back of the truck yell, Mom, he has five legs. I turn, and sure enough, there's Willie standing with his five-foot-long dick just swaying in the Florida breeze. I had to turn my mic off. I was laughing so hard. And BuzzFeed conveniently put an, uh, a picture of an elephant That's with a, a giant heart on that's half the size of his trunk. It is. It's very weird. Well, you'd have to take the opportunity to tell your kid what's going on, right? Or, I mean, you always, I've seen parents yeah. avoid the situation and not tell what's actually going on. And there is a time and place for that for yeah, young child. Yeah, maybe wait till you get home. But I don't know. wouldn't you, I mean, just. You're yeah. like, that's his giant cock, son. That is a cock. Its actual technical term is dick. I've seen daddies. It doesn't look like that. <laughs> Um, uh. This one is called A Bad Example of Parenting. 
A couple was trying to ride Space Mountain, and they had a black duffel bag. Hmm. My brother heard something coming from the bag, so he asked them to open it. They refused. Chihuahua. Security. Oh, it's it's better. Oh. Security comes, forces them to open it, and it was their six-month-old baby. Loves the bag. Baby loves the loves rides. Loves the bag. What's it called? Sw- what's it when you uh, swaddle them? Swaddle. Swaddle them? Yeah. The baby just likes the duffel bag. I always love to swaddle Jolene up in a backpack. Mm-hmm. Put them in there. She loves it. As soon as it zips up, you just can't hear anything. It's like a little capsule. This one is called uh, This Not So Happy Ending. Ooh. In the dark of the theater at Honey, I Shrunk the Audience ride. What the fuck is going on in Disneyland? Rick Moranis. I haven't heard of that. Me neither. I thought, okay, okay, well, real quick. There's the Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. There's the... uh, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. There's the mountain one. The, uh, I forgot what it's called. There's Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. There's the Log Ride. I know there used to be... Star Tours. There used to be Captain EO with Michael Jackson. I saw that, I don't know if that's still there. It was so good. And uh, that's all I can think of. And now there's Drew Carey rides yeah, with, with this shit going on. What? They're like, Dr. Phil ride. Right. <laughs> Dr. Come Phil. see Rick Moranis. <laughs> um, in the dark of the theater, some girl decided it would be a good time to go down on her boyfriend. Hey, there you go. She loves Rick Moranis. And that- so does he, obviously. How would you, why would you be able to get a boner in Honey, I Shrunk the Audience? Boners are crazy. They'll just well, do their thing. Little did they're she like- know... About halfway into the show, one of the effects is this little tube that comes wiggling out of the seat to stimulate mice running by your legs. This hit her... Simulate or stimulate? Simulate mice. (laughs) It hit her in the throat, and she (laughs) she bit down, and the guy was bleeding pretty profusely out of his dick. What the fuck? That's not real. I don't believe that. I don't. I kind of don't believe that, tube, that one either. I mean, how, the tube is not like a fucking stiletto blade. It's not going to just like uh, <laughs> chomp. <laughs> There's a whole intensive care unit, you know, for that section because that happens so often. This one is, uh, I was working the front of a character line. I saw make a wish. Comp- I saw a make a wish complaint happen. Uh, the front of a character line. Oh, okay. I understand. Like, uh. Oh, waiting Here's to sit a line, with Cinderella. Uh, right. Okay. Um, this guy who was in, in line shouted, I wish my kid was dying so we could skip the line too. Oh, see, that's the kind of can-doer that you'd expect in uh, Orange County. <laughs> what ensued was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. The entire line of people who heard it began booing him, shouting at him to get out of the park. And then as a group... And then as a group of about 45 followed him around for an hour, complaining to his face until he couldn't take it anymore and he left. Good for them. That guy, what a douchebag. How awful. That poor kid, he's like, I'll wait in the line, Dad. I don't want to die. It would have been awesome if there was somebody giving out torches. Because can't you see like a, a mad crowd of people with torches? Kind of a Frankenstein type of scenario. Yeah, that's awful. Who would say that, though? I- Maybe he thought and it he was thinks funny. Every, yeah, everybody in the crowd's going to be like, tell me about it. <laughs> this line's long. I hate my kid. Make a wish foundation. What a crock of shit. <laughs> I know. My kid has wishes, too. Too bad he's healthy. <laughs> my kid wished he came to Disneyland with me, but he's in the car. Yeah, I didn't even bring him. 
Uh, someone left an abandoned bag at the base of Space Mountain for more than 15 minutes. So we followed the normally normal security procedures and they brought a bomb dog to sniff it. When our Pluto came to check the bag, he sniffed and sat down, which signals there is something wrong with the bag. I'm assuming it's not a real Pluto. They were just like not a guy dressed as Pluto. He's like, smells cool. Um, so we had to evacuate all of Tomorrowland, literally all of the attraction stores, restaurants. All of the cast members were standing around freaking out because now, of course, we were sure there was a bomb going to go off and we were all going to die. Turns out the backpack was just forgotten and was full of carne asada burritos. Mm. And the Paluto sat down because he thought he was getting a treat. The dog's like, hell yeah. Because <laughs> I haven't had carne asada in a long time. Fucking I bet it's a treasure That's chest. funny that they named the bomb dogs Pluto. No, it's not funny. It's actually, I don't like that. I I kind of felt offended by it when you said it. Yeah. I was like, come on. Now everything has to be Disney. Everything. Those poor dogs. You got any more? Yeah. Um, on the Pirates of the Caribbean, a girl in the back row was seen on security cameras giving her boyfriend a blowjob. As soon as he blew his load, she leaned over to spit it out when they over when the overhead PA boomed, not in the water. <laughs> so she was startled and she swallowed. So that's it. What's up with the oral in there know. and the finger blasting? I mean, I know that people are, you know, some people get off on uh, being a, uh, it's not a voyeur. What is it? Uh, ex- not ex- an exhibitionist. Yeah. That means that somebody's watching you. I think they, it's, I think it's just, you know, the, the thrill of doing yeah, it. Yeah, you know? possibly getting caught. Right, or right. But not in the water. That's fucking funny. What is in that water, too? Ugh. Gross. What, and I'm sure there's like a million more. Oh, I bet that. Uh, yeah, like that's just the tip of the iceberg yeah. with that. All right. Well, that's fun. Well, uh, we're going to take a fake break. When we come back, we got some douchebags of the week for you guys. So stick around and uh, we'll be back momentarily. Until then, enjoy this little audio tidbit. You've got your sunrise. You caught a prize. You, you're making your Johnson. Party nights, summer whites. You, your friends, and your Johnson. Rooster tails, water trails, you, your kids, and your Johnson. Saturday nights, distant lights, you, your girl, and your Johnson. You and your Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. from fake break what a fine freight break that was all right jenny i have a uh, a test i want to give you really i didn't study i was carousing the internet oh wait i i have i was i was i was charging the internet like a man dominating the internet i don't Mm. just look i fucking i cruise the internet and uh doing so i found some uh, 10 vintage slang words that need to come back and i was wondering if maybe you would be able to identify or define the words Okay. I haven't read this yet, so maybe it's easy, maybe it's not. I am pretty old. You are. No, these are old, like uh, 30s and wow. 20s and not stuff. Not that old. Uh, this one's obvious. What, a turkey. A turkey? Yeah, That's I, what you call somebody who's stupid. Hey, turkey. Fool. Right, right. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Always causing trouble just that's, to get a rise out of people. What a turkey. That's funny because my husband has actually been uh, trying to bring back turkey. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He loves to call people turkeys. 
All right. Well, I know what I'm going to text him later tonight then. He loves to call people turkeys. Sup, turkey. Oh, this one doesn't count. Swell. We all know what swell means. Swell? Like you're a swell. Gee, Mary, that pie you made for the bake sale today was sure swell. They I, give don't, a little I don't know that I would consider that slang. I don't think it's slang either. I, think I just don't think people use the word swell anymore. That doesn't work. You know, this bit might just be fucked because all these, I, we already know. Uh, the term hep. Ooh, hep, hep with it. Right. That cat on the base, he's hep with it. That means like you're into it. Right. right he's right. hep to the jive. Uh, okay, here we go. I don't know what this is. Dillinger. A gun. That's a gun. No, no, no. Oh. This is uh, you know, I'll be using it in a sentence now. Okay. You see that new Cary Grant picture? He's positively Dillinger. Ooh, I've never heard that. I haven't either. It means handsome or uh, fantastic. fantastic. Fantastic was the term we were looking for, Jennifer. Fantastic. I want to start using that. People will be like, "What the fuck are you talking OBT, about?" You're so Dillinger. He won't know what that means. Uh, old hat, we already know what that means, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yuck. Yuck? When you refer to someone as yuck. A yuck. Like a yuck mouth? Mm-hmm. I will use it in a sentence. Okay. My date. My date? Oh, it was fine, but he was a bit of a yuck, though. He didn't even shine his shoes. Ew. Well, I was, when you first said it, he was a bit of a yuck, I was thinking like yuck, yuck, like he was a comedian. No, but it I'm, doesn't It means mean a scrub. No, a dummy. Oh. The correct term was dummy. Dummy was he, the... Qu- dummies dummy don't was shine the dummy. their shoes? Dummy was what we were looking for. Apparently. Ace, we already know that, right? Yeah. That Dizzy Gillespie. Why, he's an ace. That means you're good at it. Yeah, you're very good at it. Uh, big tickle? When you're referring to someone as a big tickle. Can you use it in the sentence? Yes, I can. Big tickle, as in, well, he's not much of a looker. But he gives me one big tickle when we're together. Right. He's funny. He's funny. He's hilarious. He's funny. Uh, a hoofer. A hoofer. Referring to someone as a hoofer, Jenny. Is there a sentence for that one? Yes, there is. Did you see the stems on that hoofer? <gasps> Does it mean a lady? I guess. A, I didn't. a street walker? <laughs> stems? I'm assuming they mean but, legs, Yeah, they right? mean legs. No, it's a, uh, it's a dancer. Dancer was oh, the correct answer. It doesn't sound very uh, flattering. Did you see the stems on that heifer? It sounds too much like heifer. Mm-hmm. Uh, scram, we know that. Get out of here. Hey, scram. Oh, that's it. This sucked. I thought mm. there'd be more of them. Hey, kid, scram. You better beat it. See? See? You better scram out of here, turkey. <laughs> Before I, <laughs> you're definitely not a Dillinger. No. No, that was that was terrible. We're gonna edit that part out. We're gonna edit that whole section out. That was that was, was not, terrible. It was not so good. That well, wasn't good. Fuck. Oh well. So I am pissed off at something, and that is the antiquated bullshit that we have to suffer through every year at this time. And that's the. Uh, did I already talk about this? The daylight saving time. How much I fucking hate it. I don't think so. All right. What Maybe you, in our you, personal life you've talked about it. How do you feel about it? I, think, th- it, I think it's pretty dumb. I think it's stupid. It's irrelevant. I don't think we need it anymore. It's antiquated. It's, it's, it's useless. It's superfluous. I think I talked to somebody. I talked to my sister-in-law about this recently, and she said that um, I think that it used to be because— It was for farming. Right, exactly. It was for farming. Right. 
But we don't do which that anymore. Make, we buy which, our shit at the fucking grocery store. I know, like, which makes sense. I mean, I get it for that. So that when, you know, the, the most times that it's dark, you, they, you know, you switch it so that you'll be sleeping. And then when you get up, you have daylight to tend your crops and your livestock and right. whatever. Um, but yeah, now it doesn't really, I don't it's, know. It doesn't apply to me because I'm not a farmer. This is the first year that it's really fucked with me. I have been... And I sound like such a puss, but I have been totally screwed by it. It's messed with my, it's messed with my life for some, you know, it's dark at four 30. My brain is like time to go to sleep. Yeah. And that's terrible. It's taking my day away. I was wondering how we can, excuse me, go about, excuse me. Uh, we can go about just stopping this. What would we well, do? I think there's some States that don't do it. Arizona doesn't do it. Hawaii doesn't do it. I don't, I don't know if Alaska does it or not. Fuck, Alaska is all light most of the time, then dark most of the time anyway. So <laughs> Yeah, why care? would Alaska, and you can't till yeah. the ground there. Yeah, right? they, Isn't it, it doesn't tundra? really apply to them. Right, and if you did, some creature would eat it. Yeah, it, it really, really messed with uh, with sweet baby Kayla Thomas. What? How did it mess with her? It just messed with her sleep schedule. It messed it up for weeks. It sucks. I'm still fucked up by it, and I am going to take to the streets. I am going to call President Obama. And ask, yay, demand that this system be alleviated. I, I don't think they, we need it anymore. I wonder if they took a poll, how many people would be for it and how many people would be like, it's fucking dumb and we don't need it anymore. I thought about that. And I think that the poll is irrelevant because I don't think people would do shit about it. Do you know what I mean? Given the option, I don't think people would do anything. I think that they would just leave it be. Right. I think it's too much effort for somebody or for us as Americans now to do something about it. So that's why I will demand it. What I want to know I'm gonna is, fast. is daylight savings on the same day every time or how do they determine it based on the calendar? I know it's pr- if you buy a calendar, like at a calendar it's store, always it's the Sunday of blah, 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 whatever week that is. Okay. Is so it-, it is always the same. Yeah. It's always the first Sunday of November. Hmm. It's dumb. And then your life changes when it when it reverts back to the same the old system. You know, all of a sudden you get what you do you lose an hour, right? When it comes back? Yeah. Fuck, I want the hour. I don't want to be fucked around with anymore. I can't I can't deal with it. I am um I'm gonna go invest in some weapons and I'm going to change the system around, Jenny. All I'm right. Sick of this you bullshit. need to start a militia. I will. But I think people again are too lazy. It'll just be me. And then eventually I'll get lazy. Maybe people love it. I don't know. That there should be like a, yeah. I don't find that it's actually necessary. Stupid. It's fucking The days get shorter and darker in the winter anyways, so. And it sucks. Why? It sucks. I mean, it like when you wake up, I mean, I'm not working right now, but when you wake up for work, it's dark. When you go home, it's dark. So how is that really going to change? It'll still be dark when you wake up. So who cares? And it'll be lighter a little bit longer at night. It's dumb. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go talk to our president about it. I'm going to call the old man here after the show. I know. He doesn't have enough on his plate right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll fix the fucking <laughs> Obamacare website if you fucking change the daylight savings time shit back. All right. Well, let's do some douchebags of the week. How's that sound? That sounds good to me. The douchebag is whoever invented daylight savings time. Exactly. All right. So these are the douchebags of the week for episode 197 of The Hideous Creature Show. Say hi to your mom. I'm 
gonna fly her brains out. I was going fishing. It sounds like it sounds like what you were fishing for was sex with a twelve-year-old girl. Paging Doctor Douchebag. This first story takes place in Texas. The biggest state in the union. Wait, no, Alaska is the biggest state in the union. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Texas was the biggest too, but you're right. You know why I know that? Why? We got a text. Mm. Um, a Michelle Shock song. Really? She had a song called uh, Anchorage. And she has, has the biggest state in the union. I always mm. thought in my head, you know, I'm thinking of the, you know, the main part of. Right. Because you have to go through Canada to get to Alaska. Everything's bigger in Texas. And uh, I don't know why. Oh. That's, they wish they were the biggest state. They they're wish. probably, Everything. probably kills them that they're not. Probably pissed about it. They probably are. They're probably. No, I'm pretty sure they're pissed. They're pissed. Still pissed. They're definitely Fuck pissed. Fuck you. Fuck you, Alaska. We're the biggest. We're the biggest. Everything's bigger in Texas, motherfucker. I've never been to Texas. I don't have no desire to go to Texas. I don't really either. It's hot, hot and... I'd want to go check out, though, the uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Seems pretty beautiful. Yeah. If you could get into that area. Well, well, you know, and barbecue. Mm, yeah, kind of curious about that. I think I would probably enjoy Austin. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure Austin would be cool. The more Portlandy of the yeah. more Portlandish part of Texas. Yeah, the only Portland part of Texas. <laughs> okay, uh, a 75 year old grandmother is hurt and humiliated after her twin grandsons allegedly forced her to panhandle by herself at Walmart. Margaret Campbell had just finished eating pizza on Sunday with her 19-year-old twins, Joshua and James, and their 18-year-old friend, Ashley. Campbell thought the group was headed home, but she claims her grandson, Joshua, had other plans. I said, Joshua, where are you going now? He said, you're not going to... I feel like it's a radio play. I I feel like I should be doing follies over here. You're going to go to Porter Walmart. I said, no, I'm not. He said, Granny, you got to get up of us some money. I have no gas. I said, you need to learn to go to work and save your money and quit taking it and blowing it for foolishness. The Is group, it written like a script? I don't know. No, that's just quotes. <laughs> You're doing a good job. I'm into this. I can see it. The group soon pulled into the parking lot at the Walmart. Campbell was allegedly kicked out of the, kicked out of the car and told to start asking shoppers for cash. The grandma was? Yeah. She, they probably thought that they would be more likely to give this old granny cash than their three deadbeat oh, do you asses. Think that they're just that lazy. She remembers collecting less than $10 before being approached by a deputy. The Montgomery County deputy constable had been flagged down by a customer outside the store. The tall officer came up to me and he said, what's wrong? And I said, I am very, very upset. The three teens were inside the car that was parked not too far away. The trio had some explaining to do when they were approached by the deputy. He told the boys, you need to quit depending on your grandmother for everything. You need to get out and find a job. (laughs) The boys and their friend were arrested on felony charges of exploitation of the elderly. Felony, really? Yeah. Wow. Each are currently behind bars on a $3,000 bail. Campbell lives with her grandsons. Poor thing. And she has helped raise them since they were infants. Apparently didn't do that good of a job. Uh, the 75-year-old says that her grandsons are not welcome back home. You're not welcome back here. She says she claims this is not the first time that they have bullied her into panhandling. Jesus, what a... Those are douchebags. Like, some of our stories are usually kind of uh, not necessarily douchebags. 
douchebaggery, but those motherfuckers, that is some douchebaggery. Yeah. That's awful. How could you, how would you do need, that to, to your grandma? I your mima? I like that she said that they needed to save their money and not spend it on foolishness. Mm-hmm. She's right. She is right. She's exactly right. And those, you know what? Those kids need a good spanking. There should be, oh, there, okay, remember That's how there bad. was a stockade, which I believe should come back. <laughs> and there should be a public spanking. Like a, a, you know, kind of like where, okay, for instance, the only day that the public spanking is not, you know, being used, the public spanking facility, is on Christmas when the Santa Claus guy sits there and, you know, the kids sit in their lap and he tells them, they tell them what the, they're going for Christmas. Otherwise, it's just some big hairy motherfucker sitting on this giant throne. You get your spanking notice in, in the mail and it's just like jury duty. You're like, right. oh, fuck, I got to go get spanked. Exactly. On and October you're a, 12th. You wait in a long line. Yeah, you're just, like, fuck, there's like 40 people here who get spanked. This guy's got like a, uh, uh, um, a glove on. But it's got it's it's his fingers are cut out and it's like wood on the. It's ba- like a back. paddle. It's like, yeah, it's a it's a a paddle glove, and he spanks you. And he stinks. And everybody laughs at you. And you could you could you could buy tickets. There's stadium seating, and everybody's like, "Yay!" It's like Thunderdome. You're like, "What are you? We're going on vacation. Where are you going? Spank Dome. Spank and you dome. and your kids go to Spank Dome. You got the. the- and you the get oversized foam, fingers. foam finger. That's exactly what Foam spankers. Yay! Yay! Oh, look at that guy. Spatula City. <laughs> I all. like it. I do too. We need, yeah, that and the stockades, man. You fucking people do not want to be in the stockades. No, they don't. I don't. Uh-huh. So, but I also don't make my grandmother panhandle. And you know what else is that, uh, you know, there's a lot of farmer's markets in Portland. You could have the farmer's market after it's done and the fruit, you know. And the vegetables have kind of, you know, gone south. Mm-hmm. You could sell those to the people that are viewing the people that are in the stockades to throw fruit and vegetables at Ooh, them. Oh, yeah. Because that's a big one. That's 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 part of the uh, the greatness of the stockade. Is the rotten fruit and vegetables? Yeah, you're a target. You're just sitting there. That's fun for the whole family, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, and why not drop a digit on one of those dudes, too? Mm-hmm. Not ladies, though. That'd be gross. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, this next story is uh, from the BBC. Mm. What was your BBC name again? Um, Margaret Featherbottom. That's right. I couldn't remember what mine was. I think it was Margaret. It was definitely Featherbottom. Margaret Featherbottom with the BBC. Emma Way, 22, clipped cyclist Toby Hockley with her car in Norfolk in May. She then tweeted... Definitely knocked a cyclist off his bike earlier. <laughs> I have the right of way. He doesn't even pay road tra- road tax. Hashtag bloody cyclists. Whoa. Norwich magistrate convicted her of failing to stop after an incident after the incident and failing to report it. Um, hit and she run. was uh, yeah hit and run. She was acquitted of driving without due care and attention. She was ordered to pay a fine and was given seven points on her license. I don't no, know what that no, is. No 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 no. Fuck that up. Uh, stockade. Boop. Right in the stockade and the spank and the spank guy. You get spanked and then you go over to the stockade. Um, there's several states in 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 the United States that have a, what's called a point system. The lower your points are, the less your insurance is. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Uh, she said that the tweet was spur of the moment. 
uh, as all tweets are, <laughs> Emma. Was she driving while she tweeted Probably. Too? Yeah. It was ridiculous and stupid, and I apologize to all cyclists. It was the biggest regret of my life so far. I, really? The biggest regret wasn't hitting the cyclist? It was right. tweeting about hitting Getting the cyclist? Getting caught was the worst thing that ever happened to me. The court heard Mr. Hockley suffered bruises and minor damage to his bike. Uh, he, his bike got bruises? <laughs> uh, describing the trial as a relatively routine case of driving without due care and attention, why it becomes notorious is because the suspect went home and tweeted. It was that tweet which put this in the public arena. Mr. Hockley said, a, a car came around the corner. The car was headed over to my side of the road. I was hit on the leg by the wing and on the arm by the wing mirror, and I tried to slam on my brakes to regain control. He was knocked into a hedge. Uh, she claims the coinc- the collision was his fault, and she had been driving at 15 miles an hour, and her road positioning was way was as far to the near side as possible. Afterwards, I looked in my mirror. I didn't think he was injured, or I definitely would have stopped. Mm-hmm. The court heard she had lost her job as a re- an accountant as a result of the tweet. Way Way refused to comment as she left court, saying that she had signed an exclusive television deal. Nice. Lifetime movie. Right. There, yeah. So. Spanking and stockade. Social media doesn't do anybody any favors. Seriously. I'm so happy that none of this shit existed when I was younger. Oh, we'd be because both, we, we would both been put to death. I mean, I would have tweeted out the stupidest crap. <laughs> Nowadays, being your your job really can. I mean, anybody can view what you. Oh yeah, what and you say. Well, well, this is the curious thing to me is you know there's video, there's there's tweeting, there's the social media. Does it ever go away? I mean, what's what happens when you're 80? And yeah. is this stuff going to be accessible? I thought about that then like, as well. As far as you know, I po- I I use I use Facebook a lot of times to post pictures of my daughter so that my mom can see them. Right. So are those going to be on there forever? Like, is she going to grow up and... I think that the social media, for instance, uh, Facebook might not be around, but it's just going to change into something else. I mean, remember there was... Where do those photos go? Are they going to be archived? Are they going to be, like, wiped off? Like, I don't understand. Like, I thought about that and, and I kind of felt weird about, like... Oh, God, all of these photos that I'm posting out here, like, what the fuck is going to happen to them? Not that I'm posting, like, you know, weird pictures of her, but <laughs> they're going to be out there forever. No, they, yeah, well, 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 I think that the, the with Facebook, like, for instance, you're posting them on Facebook. I don't think that, I think once Facebook goes under, and we all know it will. I mean, yeah, it'll become MySpace obsolete. When MySpace yeah. was the first one. But uh, I don't think that those, I think that it gets replaced. For instance, I think the way that the, uh, I don't know how to explain this. Uh, For instance, stuff on our website that gets hit a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. when people go to a website, there's a photo there. Or people go to our Facebook, there's a photo there. Those those photos individually that are hit more come up prompt at at the beginning of whatever your search is, if you're looking for images. Right. For instance, uh, if you Googled... uh, Godzilla. It would be whatever Godzilla, and you Google Godzilla to an image, it would be whatever image is most viewed. Right. Would go up there. And I think it just would trickle down to eventually, you know, for instance, if it's Jolene, it would eventually trickle down into nothing. 
Like yeah. it would be, Jolene would end up being like a Dolly Parton song. Right. Or something like that. We're going to cut that whole thing. That's just that's, that's just ridiculous babbling. But thank God it was not around. I'm so thankful that all of my my adolescent bullshit isn't somewhere where somebody could find it. Well, especially people think they're super important right now. Right. Because you can tweet everything you do. Like people right. take pictures of their fucking dinner. All because you have and a bunch of friends doesn't mean you're fucking Neil Diamond. Right. Who gives a fuck what what we what we put on there? I don't even have a Twitter. I never. I don't either. Wait, I, I do. I never go on it. Yeah. And the show stuff is based, it's built on our, it goes through our Facebook. So whatever we put on Facebook goes on to our tweets. So I don't know. I never check it or never. Yeah. Well, we're lucky because there would be some shit out there. I do wish in a lot of ways that there were digital cameras when I was younger because I'd have so many more pictures of, you know, my, my junior high, high school days. Oh, yeah. Then because... Back then, you know, you had to actually, I didn't have a camera growing no. up. My, I mean, my family had a camera, but I didn't get it. Like, they right. weren't like, here, run free with our fucking camera. That cost more which, than the house. Yeah, which was huge and, like, cumbersome and not right. even, like, something I would just, like, slip in my pocket. Right. And then you had to pay to get them developed. I didn't have money to pay to and get- And you had to wait. Retarded pictures on my dumb Two friends. Weeks. You had to wait a week. Yeah. So- in that sense, it's kind of nice that, right. you know, there's a lot of pictures and they're easily accessible to people, but, yeah. Remember when you had yeah, waiting for the pictures? I and remember, then you'd get them and everybody's eyes were closed. Or in, you missed the shot. You yeah. completely fucked the shot up. And, of course, because it costs money to develop, you only wanted to take one. Yeah. You didn't go. No, you didn't take whack, ten, you didn't, ten, <laughs> you didn't pictures take ten pictures of the same yeah. thing. Check out my foot. Let's see. I got one more. The Brazilian college student who attempted to sell her virginity through an online auction last year is hoping is hoping lightning will strike twice. Did you hear about this girl? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Okay. In October 2012, Katerina Mig was offered $780,000 for her virginity from a Japanese millionaire. Uh, you know what? If I was going to choose where her virginity would be purchased from, I would either say Germany or Japan. Uh, Japan, totally. That makes sense. And how much was it again? 780000 through a controversial online auction. The deal was never consummated, but now she's attempting to do it again <laughs> through never her come. own website, Virgin Want, virginswanted2.com. June, make note of that. God, I, I would never fucking well, want to deal with a fucking virgin. Well, after being featured by so many media outlets in so many countries, I decided to actually au- to actually auction off my virginity. So I don't know what she was doing the first time. The bidding ended December twelfth, or the bidding ends December twelfth. But she said the minimum bid for her to get her into bed is a hundred thousand, and she's hoping to get one point five million. Miglarini's previous auction was part of a proposed documentary called Virgins Wanted, being made by Australian filmmaker Justin Sisley. I'll totally watch that. The auction made Miglarini a celebrity and a Playboy cover girl in her native country, but also aroused controversy and skepticism. In November 2012, after the auction, they threatened Sisley with sex trafficking charges if the deal between her and the Japanese Millionaire took place. So they threatened the documentarian. Medical experts like 
who cares, whatever her name is, a board-certified gynecologist were incredulous mainly because the time-honored technique of using an intact hymen to measure virginity is not foolproof since it can be ruptured, ruptured from activities like running or inserting riding, a tampon or riding a riding horse. Riding a horse. That's the one I always heard. Or, or, know, right? or BMX riding. So they're basically saying how can she... she She's probably right. not a virgin. She could not be a virgin. Um, I'm willing to subject, subject, subject myself to any exams that are necessary. When I say I'm a virgin, it's because there's no one in the world that can prove the contrary. I've never had sexual relations of any type with anyone, not vaginal, not anal, and not oral. Whoa. All three orify. <laughs> <laughs> I am also a virgin. Maybe I should sell the old uh, rusty sheriff's badge. <laughs> To some Japanese dude. <laughs> For $50. <laughs> and a bottle of Tisdale. A bottle of Tisdale and some uh, SpaghettiOs with meatballs. <laughs> Let's party. So this guy, the documentarian, claims that he still owes her 20% of the money, um, but she failed up to show on to show up for filmings on several occasions. How old is she? She's 19, I think. Yeah, she's a fucking flake and a dummy. I know this is not a very conventional decision, but this is my decision. I am the sole owner of my own body. I am of legal age and I have the right. I accept all criticism, whether positive or negative. Well, if it's criticism, why would it be positive? Because talking is a right for all and is free. She understands that there's going to be a dick going in her, right? I mean, that's... I think so. But in her head, she's a virgin. She has no idea what the concept... I mean, she she can hypothesize what sex is like but some dude is gonna put his dick in one of those orifice i kind of i mean i kind of think that she's stupid but she's I, an idiot um i also kind of think that she's a genius <laughs> really for selling your virginity well i don't know if you got i mean everybody's gonna lose their well not everybody but she's gonna lose her virginity and she can make a million dollars I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's just... I don't know. As long as she's, like, safe and, you know, maybe is uh, uh, observed while doing it so she makes sure she's not, like, <laughs> murdered or something. I don't know. I, I can see that point, but I just think that the gross factor, the gross oh, dude totally factor gross. is off the chart. The it's, needle's yeah. broken. It's, it's buried. It's yeah, fucking gone. The guy gone. that's going to pay that is gross. I mean, she in herself is pretty gross for doing it, but... Fuck it though. People, you're right. You're you're right. You're right. I mean, Fuck it. If you can make a million dollars off your virginity, fine. I, mean, I hope the I dude is like virginity. George the Animal Steel ugly. I, just like know, just hunched right? over. He can barely talk. He's got a and and he just starts undulating like six feet before he enters her. So it's the most awkward and gross moment ever. That's what I want to see. Male million dollar payoff. <laughs> I definitely think that she needs to have like somebody there though. Can you even imagine? Whoever buys this is going to be a disgusting human being. Well, who buys her virginity? Yeah. Well, what about the video? It's being documented, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's going for it. And you know that once this happens, it's all porn. She's going I mean, into porn. People, right. Well, I she's mean, not people gonna, do yeah. weirder shit for a celebrity. She's not going to become a hostess at, you know, the Waffle House. She could work at Hooters. <laughs> See, Hooters, That's you have a million dollars. What the she fuck? She can go work at Disneyland and at the Haunted Mansion. She's 19. You know yeah. that million dollars is not going to last long. No, it's not. Yeah, let me make sure. I'm pretty sure that she's 19 because I think she's just... 
Oh, maybe it doesn't even say. I, maybe no, I, I just I made think that she up. Is, she's maybe not 21. She can't be 21. And even at 21, you're an idiot. But, I mean, as it is, even with um, doing what she's doing, she's got the cover of Playboy. That paid her some money. Even, right. like, just dangling her virginity, her, you know, alleged virginity <laughs> out hymen. there. How dare you bring your hymen into yeah. this? She's already gotten a Playboy deal. She's gotten herself right. noticed. And, I mean, people do all kinds of fucked up shit to try to break into Hollywood or to get, you know, on the cover of a magazine. Right. So Celebrity she's status. succeeded at that. And I bet her dad's just happy. Oh, he's so proud. He's just like all the guys at work. They're like, oh, that, I got 50 that bucks. Virginity good, it's sold yet. Everybody put your money. Fuck the lottery so, ticket this week. I think I mean I think in a, in a you know, she is she is a douchebag, but yeah, pretty pretty brilliant too. Would you have sold yours? I would I was too stupid. Yeah, I guess I yeah. Social media days. Who would have bought that shit? Some fucking, <laughs> some fucking Japanese <laughs> businessman. That's who. Uh, and you were just, and guys are just giving it away. I, like fucking take the, take it. I know. I, I lost, I lost mine, and I didn't even I didn't get shit. Yeah, guys are just like gum on your shoe. You're just fucking, goddamn. God, I can't wait to get rid of this. Jesus, this is annoying. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, I mean, she's she's a dumbass. Yeah. All right. Well, those are your douchebags of the week for episode 197 of the Hideous Creature Show. All right, we're coming to the end of another Hideous Creature Show. If you'd like to contact us, just do so by Googling Hideous Creature Show. We will pop up with all different kinds of spots that we're located. Our website, our Facebook, uh, all that kind of stuff. If you'd like to call us, you can do that at 503-9... Whoops, 503-489-6378. That's 503-489-6378 or uh, 503-GUY-WENT. Give us a call, leave us a message, and uh, if we like what you leave, uh, we'll play it on the show, on a future show. Jesus, Jenny. Sorry. There goes your hymen. Oh, God, for free. Uh, special thanks this week goes out to one Mike Kelly. Thank you, Mike Kelly. And uh, one for Rob Sevchek for, you know, again, for the, the tablet. It's, it's great. It's so helpful. Seriously, Rob. It's like... It- it's made our job so much easier. That's good. I have one special uh, thank you slash concern. Um, we have one listener, one listener that lives in the Philippines. What? And we know that the uh, you guys got hit by the, yeah. the tornado, not a tornado, the hurricane. hurricane. And we uh, want to give out our uh, our best and hope that your family and all your loved ones and you are are well oh my gosh i had no idea that anyway, we had one a- listener that every week That's listens awesome. to the show in the philippines and i just wanted to say we hope that so and your nice loved ones are okay and uh if you can call us let us know you're okay that would be great because uh when we've never yeah. talked to you before but just make sure you're okay that was a really horrible uh horrible thing that happened yeah. over there we hope you are okay. The intro this week was, what was it? Oh, it was, uh, we were doing a Coen Brothers thing, I guess. It was from The Big Lebowski. And the outro this week is, uh, <laughs> I don't know yet. I wrote something down. I can't even read it. <laughs> Fuck it. 
All right, we're going to do another it's show. It's a surprise. Yeah. We're going to do another show in about seven days. Until then, everyone, do yourself a favor and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye-bye. <laughs>